Welcome to episode 132. My good buddy, Matty Wong, Elite Series rookie, recaps his first season as a Bassmaster Elite Series. We get into the nitty-gritty, answer a lot of fan questions, and we talk about the upcoming 2023 season and some changes. All in all, super fun episode. Always enjoy having Matty on. If you guys are enjoying this content, think about giving me a thumbs up or rating in your favorite podcast app. But if you don't, just enjoy the show and listen anyways. This week's podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing, and this week, special Cyber Week deals all week long, starting Cyber Monday through the rest of the week. Huge, 35% off, big blowout sales at arsenalfishing.com, and if you find something you like and you check out, tell them Hellabass sent you. We are live! We are live! Thursday night, Hellabass live with Maddie Wong. What's going on, Maddie? How's it going? How's it? Uh, man, just uh, enjoying the last bits of uh, the sun rays of the day. Um, man, just uh, enjoying the Got to uh, jump in the water a little bit and um, got a lot of work done today. So it was a good, good, good day. Nice. Good day. That's awesome. Were we 4 30 Hawaii time? It's 4 30, 4 31, 4 32. Happy hour. Cheers. Happy hour. Got a nice. Uh... So your eyes are not playing tricks on you. That is sunlight coming through the window behind Maddie. This, 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 Maddie is officially our first non-contingent forty-eight guest. Like dialing in from that. I mean, obviously you're from Hawaii and you've been on the show before, but this is the first time anybody's called in or dialed in or whatever it is. Yeah, from, uh, from not uh, not in the contingent forty-eight. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like to set records when I can. Yeah. Uh, cool. Brian says we're good. Lots of familiar faces. Darius, seeing lots of members. Dadbot Angler, always love that name. Dadbot Angler, dude, I love that. <laughs> Sean, Sean left Big Bass Dreams stream to come see you right here. Oh damn! He ditched out on Oliver. Oh, no. sorry, sorry, Ollie. <laughs> uh, he, he said the Thanks volcano is getting. Uh, yeah, I'm, ac- I'm actually heading there tomorrow. Um, I'm going with uh, my girlfriend and uh, my, my a couple of my really close friends. We're actually going to go take one of my best friends, um, some of his ashes over there, and actually mm-hmm. take him over there. So. Yeah, um, but Mauna Loa hasn't erupted in a long time, so it's kind of special. There's constantly volcanic and seismic activity on the Big Island since it's the youngest out, out of all the islands in Hawaii. Um, but Mauna Loa is uh, one of the, it's it's really rare that it's going off. So awesome! Figure to see it in person would be cool. Take some photos or anything? Or yeah, I didn't. I don't have any of my really nice SLRs with me, but I do have. I hope I packed it. Aha! I do. Like the most sleeper, raddest little camera. Uh, what I take basically almost all of my, uh, a lot of my um, in-boat photography with. And it's a Ricoh GR. Hmm. Um, fixed, fixed frame, 35 mil. Um, and it's a little powerhouse of a camera. So I'll bring that bad boy and uh, just be able to go and hang out. Enjoy I don't feel like I've seen Nathan here since uh, last time you were on. What's up, oh, smokes! What's up, boy? The Whopper Popper King. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Good to see you. Stoked that you're hanging out. Uh, Jay, 
another boatyard guy from uh actually he was my uh well he was my That's pickwick okay. boatyard mate um yeah and i want to ask you about we haven't talked about pickwick so that'll be cool i'd like to catch up on that andy says he likes your positive vibes in your videos oh thanks andy appreciate it life's too short to be negative yeah unless sure. someone, unless someone really sucks and then we get a full breakdown. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, we had you on right after you uh, pulled down the natty at the Watchtower River, which was like, I don't know, 18 months ago. No, eh, no, was it like a year exactly? Yeah, so 13 yeah. months. I 13 guess. 13 months ago. Yeah, yeah, not even quite. Probably just touch under. And at that time, like your head was still spinning. You're like, I'm fishing yeah. the elites. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get a boat. I'm trying to get my. You didn't have a truck at the time. You were like packing boxes in California, like right, like everything was just like spinning. You were like yeah. calling people, trying to get sponsor deals. You had a dinner yeah. date that night uh, to go yep. out. Your, you had to cut stream early so you could make your dinner date. So yep, we're gonna catch up and uh, see what it was really like to be an elite series rookie. That'll be kind of yeah. the main theme of it. But you know, no real script or anything. But that's kind of the, yeah, the no. gist of it. It's great. No, I always enjoy hanging out with you. I was stoked that we were actually able to kind of kick it, you know, coming through Minnesota. So that was that was super sick. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. We were able to to break some bread over at Banger's house. <clears throat> yeah, let him, let him cook us dinner and hang out for a night. And good dude. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. If he sneaks into the chat here or not? Oh, um, right on. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's wild, man, to kind of look back and see that it's all done now. Um, or my rookie year, I should say, is all done now. Because uh, I think about, you know, the last time we'd spoke and my whole apartment in Ventura was just complete with boxes. Uh, most of the stuff of which I sold or gave away to friends. Um, I didn't have a tow vehicle at the time, like you said. Uh, and literally everything came down to the wire on all of my all of the elements that i needed to make the the to, to make the year even possible um and i know a lot of you know how much goes into you know like or maybe have an idea of what like goes into preparation for hitting the road for like an entire year but uh for one i didn't have like 100k just sitting um and so I, I really needed to just liquidate everything and get as much uh, liquid funds as I possibly could um, and capital to even do this thing. So it's, yeah, it's pretty nuts to kind of like full circle look back on the year and, and what I was able to accomplish and, um, and, and all, you know, everything that happened. So it's, it's pretty wild, man. It's, it's crazy when, I feel like you learn the most about not only yourself, but like how, how you work through certain things in, in, in the face of adversity. Um, and that was definitely trying times. So, yeah. And you ended up, I mean, you had a pretty full season, right? You, was it eight elite events? Nine. Oh, nine, 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 nine elite events plus three. Plus, a classic, plus classic three. Open. So you had what? 13, no, 14. Like 14. major events. Full plate. <laughs> and all of which were on new bodies of water except for going back to Pickwick and Hartwell. So 
that was that was actually that was interesting too to go back to those two lakes. But we can we can get into that later. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, so kind of all closed out. with your last event was defending the championship at Pickwick, right? And that was yep. about a month ago. Yep. Nice. I don't know where to start. I'm like, mm. I don't know. Like what? Like just in general, like. Is there anything you, I don't know what, call it rookie regrets or anything you like really wish you would have known? Like, hey, why didn't anybody tell me this? Or like, I wish I would have had this done or. I I think, I mean, I try not to live with any regrets. You know, you always right. like. Yeah, I'm not saying out. like regret, regret, no. but like. Yeah. yeah hard yeah, learnings not... maybe or like. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I I feel like. There was times where I, let's just say the first, after the first two and a half months of being on tour, I was so burnt. Um, I, it was the first time I'd ever fished. Uh, it was, we had an open, it was Kissimmee open right into St. John's, John's, right into, uh, uh, Harris Harris Jane, and then right into the classic. So I did four events, literally back to back to back to back. And that was so hectic. I, I had never felt that level of exhaustion um, before. And, and uh, you know, I've, I used to, you know, when I worked in Hollywood and whatnot, we would do 12-hour days, sometimes 16-hour days and da 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 But then even after a long week, that job would be done. And then you would like, Oh, go piss off for a week. Cause you just cleared enough money to make rent and everything else. So it was like, it was fine, but no, it was like, okay, you don't get a, br- a breather and you're straight into the next event. And like, wh- okay, now look at this new lake or series of lakes that are ginormous and then try to break it down. So I would say like one of the things that I look back on, I mean, there's nothing that I could have done through that. That was just like baptism via fire of just getting used to that workflow, I should say. Right. Um, but I think the, the the thing that was really it was a hard it was a hard decision. Um, at the time, it was an easy decision, but looking back on it, I would I wish I would have done was when I had time off. I wish I would have taken that time off and spent two three thousand dollars, drove to the next place that wasn't uh you know had off limits time and then spent like three or four days on that body of water um even learning how to run a lake for a day or two and just getting your bearings on where everything is and laid out and how long it takes to make certain runs helps tremendously and a majority of the guys on tour already have been making these runs for, you know, 5, 10, 15 years and sometimes even, you know, even longer. So they have like a good idea, a lay of the land, if you will. And what I did was as soon as I had some time off, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I want to go home. I want to see my family. I want to sleep in my own bed, uh, which is back home at my parents' house. <laughs> you know, like I'm so grateful that I'm able to, you know, mm-hmm. still have a room here. Um, but it's like, I, I had to get rid of my apartment. You know, it's like, I wanted to see my girlfriend. Like I wanted to see my friends. Like it's, it's, um, yeah, crash course. Yeah, basically. And it's, I just wanted, I wanted a break just like anyone else 
that's working. I just wanted a break from it. I mean, yeah, when I was on, when I would come home and, and, and be away from my boat, yeah, I still would go fishing. I also, also realized the value, the value for me of the import and the importance of, uh, of fun fishing, um, and not looking at a clock and not having to like manage time or anything like that. So, but I would just to answer that question, I, I would say like, yeah, putting more time. you would have, you would have mixed in some pre-practice. I would have mixed in more pre-practice and, 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 and done that. And then there's a couple like rigging things or whatever. Like I wish I didn't put my active target down and have my 360 on the, on the upper one. I wish I had that flipped and I guess I could have done that. Like, but I didn't really think of that until like it was too late basically. And you just, just little things that you don't really realize until the end to the end of the season or until you see someone else's boat rigged, but it's not like on the elites, you're like jumping on other people's boats and you're like, Hey, let's go fish for the day. It's like, no, these are all your competitors and they don't really, you don't really get to like dive in. And, and they're not them. like, oh, Hey Maddie, you should, you should do this. They're just like, yeah, look at maybe, this. Maybe I'll tell him in November. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I mean, and, and I, I you know, I, I get it. Um, uh, it, it, it is what it is. It's a learning curve just like anything else. Um, but it was, it was, a, it was definitely took some cracks this year. Um, and, and learned, learned a lot about how to manage, um, loss and, 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 and taking L's in certain ways and, and then how to, how to spring back from that. Because I, I went through a little, it was, it was a pretty bad little streak. Uh, I had fished. It was like the classic where I didn't come in last, <laughs> but I didn't do that great at the classic and then right into Cherokee, which where I caught fish in practice, but then with the 200 something boat field, like a lot of my fish had like pressured out and then Cooper was out in the middle, you know, scoping them. And like, I, and it was, and straight into, what was it? Santee Cooper, where I, where I did finish last at Santee Cooper. And it was right next to Jason Christie, which made me feel really good because I'm like, well, shoot, this guy just won a classic. So I don't feel that bad. Um, but we were fishing similar water. Uh, and I actually had the bites to, to actually put a limit in, um, day two, but it just, I, I literally had just the worst possible luck. Um, but it, it's so interesting though, cause this is a game where you lose, I mean, everyone who's watching, you know, that in fishing, it's like you lose more than you win. It's not one of those things that when you're competing, at least is like, it, unless you're fishing some, a local derb or a club event and you have a place wired and your name's rich and you can go to a place and just like smoke them <laughs> on a reg, but like you, like you're going to lose and you're going to lose a lot. And, um, and then when you, you'll get little glimmers and, uh, of, of hope through, um, a, either a check or, or a good finish. And so I think it was, I had, I'd had like three or four really bad tournaments in a row and it, it had you questioning. It had me questioning like, Oh my gosh, like, am I, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> like what's going on? Like uh, all these, you know, thoughts of doubt, all, you know, all this crap just kind of goes through your mind. And, um, and then Chickamauga and boom like literally almost top tended and that event i look back on it i kick myself in the nuts like so like there, there's one was if if i had known and it, it was just a simple like rule book thing you know and and uh, and it's one of those things like okay you can after you check in 
you can take your fish out. You can remeasure your fish before you take them up to the bump tank. And I was just like, oh, dude, I measured it. She went. So why do I even check it again? And it was a squeaker, but it was like, is she went? But I didn't check it. They put it on the on the bump board and she had shrunk like almost a whole centimeter. And uh, I had gotten I got knocked for that. I got I couldn't weigh that fish. I got deducted a pound. And that fish alone costed me a top 10. And then on top of that, I tried to boat flip a three pounder, which broke me off. And that costed me like a top five and all of that event. Like I was six, six ounces, six ounces, I think out of the top 10 on Chickamauga. We were all so close. And it was, yeah, cause you even like, you didn't even actually need that fish. You just needed not to take the penalty. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. I could have dumped that fish in and made the top 10. Like I could, I could have came in with four fish on day one and 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 made the top ten. Yeah, I have like so that, a, an yeah. opposite story from Pickwick. <laughs> oh my god! Two years ago, like I brought this fish, and it like I had it in the live well like all day, and like I measured it and measured it and measured it, and I threw it back right before I went up. Oh. And I honestly do think it was short, but it was like. A slime coat short, like so, like depending how close Alan looks at it, and like you know, yeah. it's like I mean, it was it was like a, a healthy looking fish too, so it wasn't like one of those like rail looking fish with like oh let's look at that. I mean, he looked like a keeper. He might have just been like yeah. lighted across, like yep, that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like ah, and then I ended up missing day three cut by like two ounces. Ah. Uh, actually, uh, what's his name from Oregon? The previous defending champ. Uh, I can't think of his name. From Oregon or Idaho? Oregon. Oh, pretty sure. Can't think of his name. He had a, he came back out of nowhere, had a big bag the third day, and he knocked me. He was oh. the last guy to weigh. I was literally in the cut, last guy to weigh, pushed me down. Oh, so but it's like it's so tough to make that decision. Even like, no, not Taylor Smith. It would not. No, it was uh. The year before, uh, so the guy that won before Schlopper, I can't think of his name. He's no longer on the elites, I don't think. Miller? So I don't think he fished this year. His last year was the year before. Was it, was it, wasn't Josh? I don't know. I'm, dude, I'm the worst. Cody Holland. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So. Anyways, yeah. So that that happens. Yeah, it's it's brutal, dude. It, and especially you, you it, again. It's like you try to take care of your controllables, but then that that's one of those things you're just like, well. And I remember oh, it was like the three pounder that I lost. I was like, oh boy, I hope that fish doesn't haunt me. <laughs> that out of any fish, that's the one thing that haunts me, dude. Like, I because I could have had it all day, all day. I it was, yeah. Shrinkage yeah, is you, rarely a good thing in life. No, never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Oh, let's see here. Yeah, Ray checked in. Oh, what's up, Ray? Yeah. Did, so, did you, did you see Ray at Pickwick? He was there, wasn't he? Yeah. He actually caught him pretty good the first day. I thought he was going to do it again. Yeah. But, no, uh, was, yeah, let's see, there's a couple questions here. Uh, Andy wants to know Have you learned to slow down on icy roads? <laughs> Am I just gonna get? I'm just gonna get like kicked in the nuts, like basically. Yeah, right? you're gonna relive 
all the, the highlights and the lowlights. <laughs> this is like a it's like a cleansing thing as you go into 2023. This is like a, I like it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. It's like a juice. It's yeah. like a big cleanse going into New Year's. <laughs> um, nah, I, I think. Well, uh, oh yeah, that's that's a really good one. I'll dive more into that, Kev. Let me let me answer. I'll answer. I'll answer Andy first, but. Uh, yeah, I learned that on the new the new Tundras, you can put your your vehicle while you're driving over speeds of 45 miles per hour. You can put it into four wheel drive. As I went into that blizzard, there was no place to turn off. I didn't know. Well, one, I didn't want to Google search um, if I can put my my truck into four. I needed to focus on the road. Um, so, yeah, after I learned that you can just throw it into four high four uh on the new tundras while in motion uh yeah that would have totally i would have probably not spun out so lessons learned in towing in rough conditions and then also just don't drive through snow (laughs) Uh, i mean that's a good one yeah but uh either way kevin i uh that was probably realistically um that was probably the biggest hurdle um, this past year, um, I, I enjoy fishing new bodies of water. I enjoy figuring out the bite, but my, my process was, com- is completely different now, uh, versus what it was when I had the old boat. Um, it was, uh, before I would look at topo maps and, and then fish my way around, mm-hmm. uh, since I didn't have side scan or anything like that, I would just, you know, I would, I'd literally fish my way around, feel, you know, feel out certain banks with a jig, feel out certain things, just kind of get a vibe of certain areas, see how long I could, how far I can make runs or how correction, how far I didn't want to make a run because I only had, you know, 14 gallons to play with. So that was a huge, huge growing, growing pain in a way, because now I had all these new technologies like at my fingertips that I always wanted to kind of like, but I just like, I'm not going to make all this like investment 10, 15 grand worth of electronics, throw it on a one old Ranger. And you know, that had like a few, like not all my cylinders aren't even firing correctly on that boat, but like it, that was huge, you know, to learn, okay. Like what is, what is a, you know, what does a hard spot look like on a, on a Lawrence unit as you're side scanning, you know, like, and, and it's so funny cause it's like simple stuff. Like people that are like, dude, like bro, I fish freaking ABA and I know what that is. It's like, yeah, dude, cool. Cause you have a ton of money to throw at disposable stuff like technology, but I, it was all new for me. Well, and, yeah. And I mean like part, I, mean, I don't think a lot of people may not realize, right. That you are pretty young into tournament fishing. Yeah. Like less than five years total. Right. Like, yes like everything. <laughs> so it's not like you're uh grew up with a, a 20 foot ranger, been fishing for a decade, like, you know, so it it was a lot fast, right? A so lot real fast. But I feel like I learned I learned now oh man. And th- th- this is the cool part having friends on tour that that have this kind of experience now of just being like Oh, bro! Like I jumped in with Ike, he and we fished Wilson. He's like, blah, 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 like showing me kind of how he goes through things, and I'm like, what a cool way to break down while you're scanning, and then like you have a list of stuff you want to go back and check, or now you at least have 
you know, certain tracks or certain marks that you're going to go and look at or certain notes that you can add. And, and it helped my, it, my, my learning curve was obviously just crazy steep with that. Um, and being able to, okay, now I feel confident when I see something, I, oh, I know what it is. And uh, learning how to use uh, like a, now your, your forward facing sonar and like, okay, what is, how does crappie look when they're stacked on in a tree? You know, what does a drum look? I still can't tell the difference between a drum and a bass sometimes the way they set up, but like uh, it's, it's, uh, it's all that stuff is, has been a, a huge, huge, huge learning curve, but I feel, I feel really good going into next year. I'm actually adding a couple screens. Um, yeah, it's, which is funny though, because so there's certain, there's certain situ, situations and scenarios that I will turn everything off and I will fish fully with my intuition on Lake Fork and Chickamauga. Um, for example, Pickwick this past year, every single fish that I caught, I scoped. Mm -hmm. And that's very, that's not, and for you guys that have been following along this whole journey for me, that's, you know, that's not something that I'm relatively even for. Um, but it was something that I had to make that adjustment and do because all my other spots were all community holes and I just had a bad boat drawn, didn't get to them in time. And so I was stuck scoping stumps. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to add, uh, I'm actually going to do the, 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 the Polonic rig and do three, three twelves up front and two at the council. Um, I think, uh, um, I think that, um, being able to side scan now with full real estate of 12 inches and then having mapping plus 2d, um, in front of you is a huge advantage, especially when you're checking out a new body of water. Again, this, a lot of this stuff is for my pre-fishing and not actually for the tournament. Right. Um, and, and then when you're fishing, you know, offshore structure where you have a certain rock pile to be able to line up and find it with a 360 and then be able to, you know, keep in line. I didn't even have a point one on my boat until halfway until, until the boys are in tune, which is crazy. I know people will like ridicule me. Well, that wasn't no. even halfway. That was uh, 90% of the way you were. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Which sounds so stupid, but again, it's just like stuff that I'm like, Dude, I have all this new technology that I'm not even used to using. I'm not going to try to implement all of this all at once and just overwhelm myself. I'm going to fish my strengths and what I feel confident doing. But after putting the point one on, I'm like, I feel so stupid because it's just like a few hundred dollars that helped me tremendously. That is like, and I, you're not alone. I have so many buddies I hop in their boat and I'm like, what? You don't have a, whether it's the hummingbird or the, yeah, like, wait, you don't have the directional puck so that you can have a line <laughs> pointing at your breath pile. You're like, they're like, what? And it's like, literally like, that's probably more important than 360 or live scope at times to be able to just line up and make sure you're making the cast. Seriously. On, on, on something that you would even two, two, 2D or downscan, you know? And so that was, that was a huge thing. Just a bunch of a bunch of cool things learning, you know, uh, about this year and 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 trying to implement it. Um, to answer John's question, um, so what are you putting I'm those, running those screens on the the what? So yeah, what are you putting? So what? Who have? Oh yeah, what I'm what putting those screens on? I uh, I I signed with um, with White uh, White River. Um, I, I'm going to be running a Triton next year. Hmm. So I'm going to be the only guy on the elites running a Triton signed by Triton, um, which feels pretty cool. 
because uh, all the other guys that are running a Triton is through a dealership um, that, are, that are fishing the elites. Everyone else that runs a Triton uh, is on MLF, you know, like Wheeler and, and Connell um, and a few other guys. So I'm going to be running a 21-foot um, XTR. Uh, I wish they had a 20-foot which I think they're going to release next year. And I think that there's also um, another, there's another boat that's going to be coming out um, that I can't disclose, but so that's a, that's, that should be cool. But yeah, I mean, again, a new boat's a new boat. And I think that um, having, having someone on the road that can kind of troubleshoot um, and white river has someone on the road, uh, along with, you know, Skeeter also has someone. And I think, uh, I think Basscat also has a, a tech too. That's everywhere. But I think that that's just something really valuable to me. Um, and, uh, and they, they offered me a really killer deal. So I was super grateful. I was able to kind of make a decision between a few different, um, boat brands and offers. Um, I'm super, super grateful that, uh, basically almost every boat builder had came to me with an offer. Uh, for this year. So that, that was really, really cool. Um, and I felt super humbled for that whole deal. Um, but yeah, running a Triton and, nice. uh, single council, yeah. single council, bro. That dub counts is out. <laughs> I'm sorry to sorry. Marshall's no double yes, council right. when you, uh, you get draw Maddie. Yeah. I'm sorry in advance. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, yeah, I know. I, it, it was, Definitely, I feel like it was really nice to to, to see the the smiling cameraman or or, or Marshall uh, when we were making rough runs. But um, there was multiple times where that second council had gotten in my way, uh, really bad. Um, and I, I was able to make adjustments and make it work, obviously. Um, and I was still stoked to run that Ranger, nonetheless. But that's a lot of real estate taken up by that second council. Um, and especially if we're not having to go through super icy conditions, um, and crazy, crazy, I don't know, I'm going to knock on wood, but hopefully we don't get super gnarly conditions, um, swell wise next year, but either way, I, I feel like a 21 foot would be able to eat it up pretty good. Um, but yeah, and then I'll also be going a lot faster too. So, yeah. Well, yeah, even as a co, I mean, shoot, when I fish as a co, the, it, it, it was nice during a run, but then you wish that right. you could press a button and they just like collapse in and then you can still, because a, a, realistically a, a windscreen is all you need. Maybe that's a cool invention. You can put like one of those like, and then just like kind of like, like pull it up and then pull it down and stows. You heard it here first, folks. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, what is it Trademark. called? Patent. Trademark patent uh, intellectual property that. <laughs> so if anyone wants to go in on that, I'll uh, I'll, I'll co-sign. Make make some side dough. Right on. Let's see what's uh. But yeah, you kind of mentioned you hung up you you didn't room with Ike all year, but you did no. a couple times early. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a few times. I mean, it, it, he offered um, like because. Uh, him and Becky, um, they ended up touring the last couple, uh, the last kind of bit of it. Um, but I roomed with Ike uh, and Santee on St. John's. And then I feel like one more. Um, but he, he's the man. Uh, you know, I, 
I, I get people that like there's it's it's you love them or you hate them, right? It's you have you have certain people that 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 are absolute fans of Mike, and then other people that you know on the on the other side. Uh, for me, he he's never done anything. Uh, he's never done anything to me um, that would ever warrant me to think that he's a bad person. Um, he's done nothing but help me through the transition from going from fishing amateur events to the elites. He's, he's helped me so many different ways, um, on just on on a bunch of different levels. So I'm super grateful for him. Um, and he's, he's a super chill dude. I mean, I've, (laughs) I've, I had him one one instance where he iked out and, and, and went pretty mental, but it was pretty warranted, warranted, uh, like all of his batteries took a shit and, and it was like literally 1030 at night before for like day one of like a tournament in Santee. And he was, he was super pissed, not at me, but just right. at the situation, which I would have been too. Um, and so, but like, he's, he's offered me so much great information. Um, then not about fishing certain lakes, but like history lessons. And then also, um, how to deal with, uh, loss, uh, in, in the tournament sense. Um, like I had a really, really horrible, you know, uh, you know, a string of events, uh, and tournament wise. And, and I was just super down, uh, about it all. And I, and he was kind of, he had also a really bad start to the year as well. Um, and I was like, dude, how do you like, how do you get through these ruts? You know, like, how do you, like, what do you do? You know, how, how like, what is, what is something that you tell yourself to like get through this shit? Cause right now this is, this is bad, man. And he's like, all you can do is fish through it. And that one sentence, uh, resonated so deeply with me because there's so much things that we can kind of like defer to as an excuse or something that we can put extra weight to and, and, and blame it or, or blame ourselves or anything like that. But we all have ruts. We all have things that go up and down and, um, and, and, and just fishing through it, you'll, you know, that, you know, it's going to, eventually you're going to, you're going to, you're going to come across a good fish or a good day. Uh, or something that turns it around and, and turns you around mentally as well. And so that was really cool. So yeah, Mike's and it's simple advice. Very like, simple. I could have yeah. told you that, or your brother could have told you that. For sure. you know I mean? But well, when like, I, I, you're like, yeah. <laughs> dang, dude. But like coming from a two-time. Like, right? You're like, oh yeah, yeah. Mike says it. I'll just fish through it. And like, like two-time classic champ, you know, like, dude, it's like, yeah. I think two. I don't know. Two time AOI, maybe one time champ. Classic. I don't know. We'll leave it to we'll leave it to the people that are watching. I'm not ex- again. I'm the I'm the last person you want to refer to history of bass fishing, again. But I mean, a guy that has a lot of experience, nonetheless, extremely uh, uh, just a well versed uh, angler that's been in it for a long time. Um, but yeah, no, Ike's a good dude. He's not like how he projects himself in front of the camera uh, when, when everything's off at the end of the day, 
he enjoys a beer and we just hang out and just shoot the crap and he's a good dude and so yeah there you go we'll pick you thanks, back tony. up a little bit thanks tony i appreciate now, it man. now we'll drag you back down again <laughs> now 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 the next comment is gonna be like why do you stop <laughs> how did you lose that fish like yeah duh. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's... Why don't uh, you understand time zones? What? <sighs> Come on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude. You're the one who told me five five hours, and it's definitely not five. It's four. And so that's why I got out of the ocean an hour early. I would have been doing the back Did you miss some good waves? Uh, Actually, I did. I, my Oof. girlfriend and I, we, we just went down and then just jumped in the water real quick, and I was... I was looking out and I was like, dang, I wish I brought my board today. It was actually really fun. Hmm. Thanks, Andrew. I appreciate it, man. I, I will. I intend to uh, this next year. I, I, I've already, so to, to feel like I've put in a little bit more work uh, in preparation for next year. Mm -hmm. um, Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm just reading Bob's question. Um, but what I did was before I came back home, everyone else was like going deer hunting and like shooting ducks and like all this kind of fun stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do diligence. And I spent four days out on Lake Murray. Right and after then, Hartwell, you went to Murray. Right after Hartwell, went to Murray. And then right after that, I shot up to New York. Uh, did a shoot with Mega Bass up in the Catskills, which is beautiful. Oh my god, it's so cool up there! And then I shot up to Champlain, and then spent uh, a few days up on Champlain, and got my butt kicked. The wind was like blowing thirty-five the entire time, and it, that place was gnarly. But managed to get a good lay of the land there, so that's another place I'm really excited for next year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I, I got to get in two two places on on, on the list that i didn't go before and put some tracks down did a little bit of side scanning caught a couple bass but overall are you like as you're laying out your 23 season are you looking for those windows to like squeeze in another lake here and there to visit is that part of yeah. your plan already or yeah um i i think uh gonna try maybe get up to st Clair. um before that off limits and then maybe lay unfortunately i don't think i'll be able to make seminal in time um but yeah i mean it's there's no way that you can hit them all right. um it's unless you're located centrally which is another tough thing in, in the sport it's literally it depends on where you are geographically in the states that will kind of put you in the favor of being able to pre-practice for a lot of these places. So a lot of the guys that live in Tennessee, live in Alabama, live in Texas full time, you know, like those are, you know, you can really shoot over and hit a lot of those places um, and spend time on those, on those lakes. Um, but yeah. Um, whew. That's a, that's, that's a great question. I mean, a, a lot of, it, it's cool because a lot of my, heroes if you will people that i looked up to um were just really really great uh off the bat and even kind of before i even made a cast as an elite angler um they offered great insight and um and time uh brandon polinick um was always someone i've always looked up to uh not only obviously as an angler um but someone's coming from the west west side uh the west coast 
essentially. <laughs> and also um, someone who's who understands the whole social media side of things, um, understands uh, and like his filmmaker, Kyle, um, who's able to make incredible cinema, um, great, uh, great cinematographer as, as well as an editor. Um, so like that, that whole camp, the Polonic camp, um, they're amazing. Um, Carl Jockamson, another really great dude, looked up to him for, for some time. And he, uh, he gave me a bunch of really cool insight and, uh, got to crash out with him. Um, literally slept in his shed next to his boat. It was so funny, Chickamauga dude. He he like pulled his boat off the trailer, and I forget like there was char- it was like charging it, and it was I want to say it was we were like all getting ready to go to sleep, and his bilge pump just starts going off, mm. and my air mattress like the bilge just shoots out, and it literally misses my air mattress by like, a foot, and uh, and I was like oh my oh oh, and we just just like a fire drill, just trying to make sure like cleaning up all this water. <laughs> It was just so funny because I almost got like totally drenched by his village. That's um, a good idea for just a prank. Like you could definitely set intentionally set somebody up for that. Oh, totally. Oh yeah, yeah. Come crash my place, dude. Yeah, just uh, you know, right here is a perfect. Like, literally have like a slow market. bucket draining into your like live well or your yeah. cooler, and like know that it's gonna like shh, and then. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Carl's another good dude. Um, Jeff Gustafson. Um, Gussie's really, really good dude. He sent me a message as soon as I made it and and offered help uh, whatever way he could. Um, Stetson Blaylock, another good dude. Um, me and John Kelly, uh, he's he's another he's like as as much as we're both rookies, he's been doing it a lot longer than I have. Um, but we've we we've kind of developed this cool like synergy in a way where I have more understanding. Even though he has a master's degree in business, I've been running my own business for the past eight years. And so I have a better understanding on marketing and business. And so we were able to kind of help each other in a sense where he was able to help dial me in with my electronics a little bit more. And I was able to help him with sponsorships and, and that kind of stuff. Um, who else? Um, the Japanese anglers, uh, Taku is, he's like such Gen, like it's just a genuine person um he's like, like an awesome genuine human being um daisuke he's really really nice as well um but taku like offered help and and he actually picked up a couple reels for me in japan when he went back uh, which was really cool of him uh chad pipkins uh, greg de palma is another really good dude i met greg through ike um at first and he was kind of it was funny because at first i was like Hey Mike, is is Greg always like kind of like standoff? He's like, oh, he'll warm up to you. And like, cause at first he was like a little, just like, oh, uh, like a little give, unsure. Give me the little jersey, like yeah, a little exactly, like yeah, it's definitely. And which I now know it's like a jersey thing, but I'm like, and then now we're like, dude, he's like one of he's like one of my closest friends on tour. Um, Greg De Palma is the man. Um, Caleb Summerall is really cool. Uh, uh, fighter. Fighter's a good dude. I mean, all, all the people that you'd like to think are, are really good people um, are, are, are pretty solid. You know, um, Lee Livesey is also a really good dude as well. So just like genuine people. Um, and and then Canterbury, he, he just offered, uh, I mean, all, most of these guys have offered me places to crash, uh, to crash, but Canterbury's like, he just gave me a wreck for to get where to get my boat wrapped next year. Um, and then 
you know, it was just, yeah, there's nice. a bunch of people. Uh, you can keep going down the list and, and everyone has kind of offered something different. Um, yeah. I just love that it auto-corrected to Marty Horum. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Taz is a, he's a good buddy of mine. Um, I, I actually used his, his flutter spoon, one classic and one eight. Oh, wait, oh, wait. okay. Thank you for uh, that. Um, fact checkers. Yeah. Thank you. Fact checkers. Sorry. Well, two huge prestigious trophies in the, in, in the fishing space, which is pretty, pretty badass. Um, yeah, I used his flutter spoon, his, uh, his five inch flutter spoon in all three different colorways. Um, I've used his, uh, his jig in, in, uh, a few times. Um, yeah, Taz and I go way back, man. I mean, wait, when I would say way back, I mean like circa 2019, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can actually go back on my Capture Fish um, YouTube page and 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 go back and you'll actually uh, Taz like just whoops my butt from the behind the boat um, on this this small little lake up in California and um, he ends up like I think he got like second or something in that derb um, but he's a great incredible fisherman incredible kayak angler um, incredible bait maker um, and just a just an all around just really good dude uh, so. Yeah, shout out to Taz Mula and the Mula clan. Good people out west. And also a good company to support small business. Hmm. But what else? Oh, Eric wants to know, with all the no information, is it tricky talking to your buddies? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's so – it's. I think – anyone it, it it's such an interesting thing right because then there's there's you'll just keep hearing it and all throughout like the entire year it's just people are constantly trying to help you um which is amazing and i'm super grateful for it but then it's always there's like the battle like there's like the like oh man like i i, I appreciate it but i can't take any of your i i can't take any of your um uh, stage wisdom yeah um, and, uh, I, I, I just can't, I can't do it. So sorry. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it, that sucks. I wish I could, but it's just something I don't want to, you don't, you don't mess with those things. Um, I got, I got polygraphed at, uh, the Harris chain and I had like finished really bad too. And they're like, Oh, you got randomly poly. And I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm like literally nothing to hide. I, I want to keep a clean slate so let's go but it's always it's always still a weird process when your integrity is being questioned and you're mm -hmm. like okay well i i'm got hooked up like finger pads like heart rate monitor butt pad like the whole nine dude um and uh yeah and it's it is it's definitely wild and but it's uh yeah it's it's tricky to go back to the, the question sorry i kind of like go off on tangents um you know me by now, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's hard because you definitely want to, like, I wanted to thoroughly pick Rich's brain when it came to, um, a bunch of different fisheries, but, <laughs> but like, it's, again, it's, 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 it's strange. Cause you can, Oh, let's talk about the East coast, you know, 
like, oh, let's how do we fish the East Coast? I'm not talking about anything in specific. You we know? could talk about Pickwick legally, though. Oh yeah, yeah, we can talk about Pickwick. So we we did want. talk about Pickwick like for a little bit, but yeah, yeah, at the time, yeah. So it, it was. And as much as I wanted to tell Maddie all about everything I knew about lacrosse, we didn't talk about lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were like, you were, like you were literally story. like, you were like drinking a beer. You're just like, <laughs> you're looking like, at his tackle, like, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just go back and watch this on my YouTube channel. Yeah, like, okay. I can't yeah. tell you anything, but I have some pretty detailed videos. <laughs> yeah. And which you know which all that stuff kind of like it kind of yeah. helped in a little way you know and then it's all public information so there's no no dishonesty there but yeah it's tricky man rich has like what let's go after this season did you find yourself like too much tackle not enough tackle way too would much you tackle. Done, would you like simplify for next year or what do you think yeah or, like, i i i plan i mean it, again it's tough but i i you hear about how certain lakes fish and you hear about certain techniques that do well or in your research, you know, you're like, Oh, like they eat, they eat the, they eat the, 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 um, the, why am I spacing? Like, Oh, like they eat the, 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 like the deep crank really good. I'm just examples, you know, or they eat the, the the fly really good here right. or and 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 there are certain things that you just not like west coast you don't throw a fly like it's just something that you don't do too often there's certain guys that do and but like it's not something it's not like one of those staple things where it, when you go out to st lawrence and you have to have one tied on and i didn't you know it's sometimes you end up trying to force certain bites that you're not used to doing or you don't know how that certain technique gets set up and I did end up wasting a lot of time trying to figure out a new technique on a body of water that is supposed to be like, this is the jam versus just doing something that I'm confident like, doing. Like you show up at Pickwick and all of a sudden you're throwing a preacher jig and you're like, I've never thrown one before. Am I even doing it right? And why am I throwing a preacher jig? Yeah, like Things on a, like on that, a right? Or like, like, what, like, is this a, okay? Well, you know, and so you, I, I next year I'm definitely going to, simplify certain things i there's a lot of stuff a lot of techniques now that i that i did for the first time last year that i feel confident doing now going into next year which i feel good about did i say next year twice i meant last year that i'm gonna do next year like one throwing the fly throwing a cut tail worm like there's just and but it's the stuff that's stupid like cast and retrieve stuff that you're like yeah but you also fi- pick up on super small subtleties about it that make the anglers that are really good at those techniques so deadly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm still learning how to fish uh, heavy current um, and, and then how to set up on certain things. Like I watched um, when I watched Will literally, cause it, it was literally Will and I um, up at the dam this past Pickwick event. I watched him catch the fish that probably he wanted with on day two um and uh the way that he was fishing the fast water i've never seen anyone fish that way and it was super unique and it was against basically everything else that i had researched and it was yeah, just a the, whole different pick of tail race seems like the simplest thing until you're there and then it's somehow overwhelming 
even though it's like okay it's right here it's all right in front of you but like it's yeah. super, it's a lot super, super complicated at the same time it's like yeah and it and it, it comes down to a certain cast and a certain way you mend your line and and it all like line size lure uh lure weight and, and retrieve and, and and everything and then just like any other technique it's like the guys that really have it down like he he grew up fishing lay lake and fishing the tail races up on lay lake so it was really similar for him so it kind of clicked um which you know i'm super stoked for him it was when people were like did you really want to win like the second natty and i'm like yeah of course i always want to win but for me it was almost just as gratifying to be able to pass off that trophy to someone else to watch their reaction knowing excuse me knowing that that moment was a life-changing moment and to be a part of that was almost equally as rewarding if that sounds like weird or so like i was just like dude like i know this feeling and i'm here like dude good job man like welcome you know welcome to this what John Cruz said. Oh, John Cruz is another guy I forgot to mention. John Cruz is the man. He's like just salt of the earth, good human, and will stick out for you uh, if you really need some some help. And so, yeah, and so it was it was really cool to be able to to, to watch Will win it, and and it was neat because I feel like we were the only two up there, and I, I think, and I I made my way around, and I think he watched me get around it like the tail race and he followed my line but then he was the one who ended up figuring it out out there and oh, there was two getting getting into the getting in the low water and yeah low water which was sketchy but i was like i'm in a rental send it <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm really grateful i had been um, tearing off a lower unit um that event came close to it a couple times but yeah wild stuff man wild stuff Brendan wants to know if he can send you some wood wake baits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> send all of them to me. Nah, I, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, please. Um, I, dude, I am such a huge fan of of artists and bait, I call bait makers artists because it does take a certain uh, artistry and skill set to be able to 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 one, be able to understand the balance of a bait, be able to make your own spin on a bait. And everything is as much as we all have similar, like things that look similar or whatnot, every single bait's unique and every single bait has its own function. And so um, whenever bait makers offer me baits, I'm, I, I know a lot of guys on tour, they're like, don't give me that crap. And like a lot of guys will just shun bait makers. They're like, dude, I, nah, nah. And, like, and I'm just, I'm the guy that's like, I'll try it. I'll, 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 I'll try it. I'll fish it. And I'll tell you what I think of it. And if you want my honest opinion, I'll give it to you. And, and I, I, a lot of my friends that are bait makers are uh, grateful for my feedback because I I'm brutally honest. And, uh, and most of the time I will fish the bait hard. I I'm not the kind of guy. Um, I'm not the kind of guy that will, uh, the, get a bait from someone and hang it up on a wall and as a trophy, every single one of my swim baits I fish. So yeah, he's yeah, dude, of course. yeah. He's not good at time zones, but he's pretty good at getting back on DMS. So yeah, I'm horrible at time zones. So good luck with that. But when it comes to getting back, send me a DM, I'll, I'll, I'll try to respond. 
but I appreciate that. So cheers, cheers to all the bait makers and cheers to sending me a wake bait for next year that hopefully I can use in Seminole. Ray fished with, what was it? I forget what his name is. He's from Prior Lake. He lives not too far from me. Had a great state and a great regionals, but did not figure it out on Pickwick. But it happens. Pickwick was yeah. was tough. I know, Dude, like, year, did, you, did you ever think Pickwick would be tougher than the Wachita? Dude, I would have I would have given my left not to be on the Wachita again after fishing Pickwick the last time. Like it was that was so brutal, man. Like that was it was so frustrating. Um and you hear about brutal events and da 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 da, but like I feel like Wachita was able to figure out um figure out, you know it it was and it wasn't specific it was very weird stuff that i was on for a watch a and you guys can go back and watch that um uh, <laughs> uh the perks of doing hella bass live i don't feel um, like he offered to send one to me but maybe knows it because there's ice here maybe that's why yeah because you're, you're gonna be skipping it just like your frog yeah. video yeah <laughs> um no it's uh yeah it was tough man oh Banger. what's up b man Banger, I'll yeah. try to call you back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, sick. What's up, buddy? Thank you again for all the hookups at uh, Intune. That was seriously like a, a life, a life, lifesaver. So thank you again, Brian. Uh, Should we answer a couple of Megabass Rod questions? Yeah, yeah. I don't think about them. Pre-game show, Patrick was asking about the G2 Shellcracker, which is a four-inch, one-and-a-half-ounce, like, wake crank down type style yep. okay yeah and he wanted to know what uh what uh e- what mega yeah, would you recommend a levante perfect pitch for that or something else the, the perfect pitch is great um the only difference between a levante and a rochi are the blank so it's not the same blank so uh one is gonna have a different um just a, a different action than the different other paper yeah. Different taper, exactly. Um, one shuts off a little bit faster, one slightly faster than the other one. Um, I would, there's the Valdivia is uh, an older destroyer rod, I believe. Um, that's a great one. Uh, the new, out of the new series, there there's a few. Uh, the DMG on the new destroyer P5 that's about to be released next year, I would say is like, it, it's almost like a, open water frog rod which i think i don't know 1.5 might be tapping that out maybe even the jungle seven is a new one but that's like a punch that's a punch style rod but it's it's super forgiving so that might even work out um but i think a rod that for sure would be good for that would be the the mark 56 um they did the mark 48 in the previous destroyer the new p5 mark 56 is uh i fish glides on it smaller glide baits on it um and i fish uh some crank down wakes on it as well um but the perfect pitch would be a good one to go with um anytime you have a slightly heavier slightly heavier uh like our bigger profile frog or open water frog rod mag draft rod would be the same for that perfect pitch um and then also you can throw um up to like a six to almost i think eight xd you can still get away with on that perfect pitch so it's again these a lot of these rods even though they have one specific function they have secondary 
secondary and third third and fourth functions functionality. Now I know how the people, when they say that they don't understand the Dobbins rod numbers, because I didn't understand anything you said about, because I don't know any of the mega bass models. So now it's yeah. like, it okay. sounds like you were talking Japanese, but it's for the people that know what you're talking about. I'm sure that was awesome. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. So maybe you should get more into mega bass rods. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I'll speak to their jerk baits about that. Ooh, okay. That's safe. Um, talk about the Diablo spec R. Yeah, dude. Um, it can handle half ounce as well. Yes, it can. Uh, the Diablo Spec R is a great, great, great moving bait rod. Um, also, for I, I've certain guys will also fish uh, like a. It's what are like a you can also fish like um like a, a wobble head on it as well, uh, like a three eighths or half ounce wobble head. Um, but I really like it for a vibrating jig, three eighths and half ounce. Uh, it does start getting a little tapped out if you go more than that, because when realistically, when you are fishing a half ounce bladed jig, you're adding your trailer weight as well. So that 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 bait is heavier than uh, half ounce at that point. So it's closer actually to like, I don't know, like a three quarter almost. Um, but yes, yes, I've got to use almost every single one of them. Actually, I, I have gotten to use uh, all of them. Um, and I will say the Flissa for the MP3 people, we're talking about the USA P5s. Yeah, the USA PF, uh, the USA P5s, the new Mega Bass rod that's going to be coming out. Um, the new lineup is is special. Um, they they're reintroducing. Um, I, they have the, the DMG, they have the FMJ, the Full Metal Jacket, uh, which is I think more of like a um, it's a jig rod, uh, which is for me really really close to the brayless uh which is one of my favorite orochi rods um that's an incredible rod uh the the, the fullissa uh, i got to use on the saint lawrence throwing a hair jig and that is an incredible rod uh, especially if you like to throw a, a eighth ounce to quarter ounce um little little swim baits uh, along with that screw head that that rod was actually created for the screw head uh so that that Felissa, um is is really good <laughs> dobbins guys um, <laughs> hey i i rocked dobbins for a bit um yeah you had a few you had a few dobbins on your deck at the uh at the natty yeah sure. yeah uh why are the rochi so much heavier than the levante what's the uh is it the the core the pp perfect pitch oh got it got it got it perfect pp perfect pitch um yeah i don't know i it's I'm not a rod maker. Sorry, guys. Uh, I wish I can tune in more with like why certain things uh, weigh more or, or whatnot. But I, I think it, it comes down to, um, you know, the corkage on the handle, the high density foam that they utilize all, all the way down to the guides. Um, so those are things. We opened the uh, the Mega Bass Pandora box and the question. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and Anything past this, um, I'll, I'll obviously try to answer all these questions, but like, feel free to reach out and I'll, I'll try to answer whatever I can whenever, but, you know, keep in mind that I, I'm, this is just from what my experience is. Uh, the Brailless is, yes, my go-to half-ounce jig rod, hands down. But the new, I would say, for a bottom contact rod, the FMJ out of the new P5s going forward, uh, FMJ and um, the BMG are really really dynamite 
oh my goodness, they're amazing. Uh, when it comes to how light and sensitive a rod is, like I've never felt anything like it. So it's it, it's it's pretty pretty mental. Has used a live X from Mega Bass and how does it like, compare to other? Um, the live X, I believe, is that a smaller? I believe that's a smaller profile jerk bait. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it's similar to the Nanahan or Nanahan. <laughs> Let me get cursed at for pronouncing that's it wrong. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, I, I believe it's a smaller jerk bait. And if and and if I think I did, but what what it is is uh, I fished on a on a shaky head special or a windbuster. Um, is a great rod to fish it on. Uh, it's definitely not smaller than the 110. Uh, oh, that might be the, the, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's just a bigger profile. Uh, I, I believe I think, yeah, no. Okay. If it's, if it's the one, the same profile as the 110, I, I have not. So sorry, I won't be able to help you there. Uh, <laughs> 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 Our guy Randy. Have you, have you uh, guys talked to him? Have you worked with him? Being that Uncle Omega Randy, not really, or? Uncle Randy. I I've met him twice. Uh, both times he's been extremely nice to me. Um, but no, I haven't got to work with Uncle Randy yet. Uh, well, maybe twenty twenty three is a year. Yeah, we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, Dixon says several people in the Byron High School fish team got to meet you in lacrosse, so that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, I love meeting high school, like high school anglers, college anglers, um, any of like kids growing up and being able to fish collegiately or sclack. Yeah, that was cool. At the Watchtower River, there was a ton of high school kids that showed up for that final day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. dude, was, I I just I love being able. I I just meeting people that are stoked on fishing just is so that's the coolest thing about this industry. And regardless, if I'm able to continue on fishing the elites, I'm, I've, I found my space and, uh, I, I, I really, I just, I'm going to continue to work in the fishing industry. Like I just love being able to just to be able to chop it up with people that enjoy, um, and, and share the same passion as me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so, Whenever you have any younger younger kids that have questions about fishing the pros or what it takes to get up to there, um, you know, send them my way. I'll, you know, be straight up and honest with everyone. It's not for everyone, and uh, it's it's definitely not an easy road. It's a tough one. But Matt, to answer your question, um, dude, lacrosse is beautiful. I, I said it on stage there, um, and I, I meant every bit of it. That place is really really cool. Um, it's, uh, extremely unique, really diverse in different ways that you want to fish it. Um, did I get pissed off by carp and, uh, what is it? Whether it's, I think it's, I don't know if there's Northerns in there. I caught a dozer of a pike in there. Um, oh, there's tons of pike. Like, yeah. The pikes are thick in the Mississippi River. Yeah. I, I, I've, I caught a few dozers in there and it was pretty cool. Um, the wild rice thing was, was wild. That stuff's thick there. It's weird. That's a weird, like, we have other types of wild rice in Minnesota, yeah. Wisconsin. It's nothing like that river rice. It's, and that's new. In the last like, five to 10 years, that stuff has really filled in the river. It's changed so mm. much in the last decade. So, mm. <clears throat> no, it's neat. Uh, I, 
I mean, I, I approached it a lot like how I approached toolies or any other, um, you know, emergent grass, um, just trying to find little points and little pockets and holes and whatnot. But um, I think it was it was cool. I caught a ton of fish, but that that size limit thing is just oh gosh, that was brutal. That was really brutal. Anyone that watched my last episode of Capture Fish, um, I think I got my counter up to like 11 or 12 or something like that. But I mean, they were all short except for two. So it was it was tough throwing back a, a fish that was bigger than a keeper that I caught in weight. But yeah, it's fat too. It's just like. Just so fat. It's not like throwing back like a 12-inch spot or something that weighs like that. Yeah, yeah. You're throwing you're fish just, back that darn near weigh two pounds. You're just like, exactly. Yeah, you're just like, you're a two-pounder, bro. Bye. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a cool fishery. I, I, I would love to actually get back there. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd love to get back there sometime. And actually, I would like to go and fish. Dude, we, we had a little um, we had a little uh, it was like um a charity event or something where like 10 anglers um, took out uh, a bunch of people from marathon or something. And I think I got second. It was like John Kelly beat me. And then I got second and we fished, uh, we fished pool six, I think, or something like that. Winona? Was that a Winona? I think so. My, my memory for that kind of stuff. I'm horrible with names. I just remember pulling them in the first place. I'm like, oh, sand drop. I know what sand drops are now. Fire up there. Click, click, click. Boom. Like, good smally. I had the I, I had a husband and a wife in the in the boat with me. I'm like, throw that away. And they both hook up. Dude, it was it was wild. We really, we, we, we laid it to them. That derb. And I wish I was like, dang, man. I, I mean, if you would have made some time to stop by, we could have went out fun fishing on the river on a different uh, pool but you know you yeah bro you stayed in ohio where the fishing is way better so i mean that's cool <laughs> whatever uh not my words not my words that's all right but, i know where i rank it's okay next time <laughs> eventually <laughs> eventually we'll make our way back up that way taylor says it was cool meeting you at intune swing by again sometime yeah taylor same here bro seriously man uh, preferred flipping hook EWG straight shank or ringed EWG Ooh, great question great question um, alright if I am flipping wood um, typically or like trash mats and whatnot. um I actually really like an EWG. Uh, if I'm punching grass, always a straight shank. Um, always a straight shank. And I'm there's there's people who are weird about the snell knot. Like I'm if I'm punching man, I'm gonna snell. That's just me. Um, certain people are like, well, dude, I don't snell because then you like hang up in the grass and did it. I'm like, whatever. Like I don't, I snell and I don't hang up in the grass and I do like, it is what it is. It's just something I've gotten used to doing. Um, but if I'm flipping wood, I really like flipping that, um, the spicy beaver a lot, you know, I'm not sponsored by reaction innovation. I just think it has like incredible kick. And usually if I'm going half ounce, I will flip it on EWG. Um, I won't flip it on a straight shank. Um, convince me otherwise I'd, I'd be down to try it I don't uh, like off like an offset round bend I know that's 
for me, that's something different. Like I'll, I'll actually throw, like if I go down a quarter ounce, quarter ounce bait, like if I'm throwing a quarter ounce Texas rig, then I will go to a, like an offset round bend. Um, but for the most part, if I'm flipping, uh, it's going to be either EWG or street shank. Uh, and then also depending on line as well, like I won't snell 20 pound fluoro, but braid, but braid, I will. And I won't flip anything less than 50 braid. Agreed. So, yeah. Any other rigging questions? Um, so Andrew, I, like we talked about this a little bit last time, which was a year ago, but like, yeah, and we kind of touched on this, but like, yeah, you, uh, how long did you fish the nations before you were the champion? Crazy man. Uh, I, it was actually my second year. Well, first year. Well, actually it, it, when you did that is actually correct. Cause it was my first year as a boater. Um, and, uh, so that's pretty wild, but yeah, my, uh, the first year I fished the nation, I fished as a co got my butt kicked cause I was trying to power fish from behind the boat and then had a couple of things go down that I'm like, you know what, I'd, I'd make better decisions from the front of my own boat. And then the next year I fished it, uh, from the front of my old Ranger and made it all the way to, uh, the nationals and won the thing, which is crazy, but Nobody yeah, knows. yes. Okay. NVD. You guys can go back and check it out. Um, I have uh, capture fish episodes that go all the way back to to those days, so it's kind of neat. You can you can really see. I, I I started that just to kind of one. You learn from watching yourself fish, and just like when I grew up surfing, you always learn from watching tape. And the same hockey, you learn from watching tape. You learn from whatever make learning from your old mistakes or learning from other people's mistakes. So I always enjoy filming myself because it's a learning tool, but then two, it's also something, a way to document and, and look back in, in time and, and reminisce. And then also to be able to kind of share those, those moments with other people. So uh, if you haven't gone and subscribed to my YouTube channel, like, please, like, please do it. Because, better yet, instead yeah. of subscribe, go check out a video. Yeah, because subscribe and it's more important to like actually watch a video than to subscribe. Yeah, yeah, no, serious. Um, because it, it helps a lot because I, I put in at least eight to ten hours uh, per episode when it comes to editing, and I, I, I put a lot of time into that. And uh, yeah, I, I like to give a different insight to what everyone else is posting on like what it's like on the road, and I, I try to be real, um, all the time with everyone. So, yeah. So it's, it's at it's capture fish all one word right all one word it is capture. linked and tagged in the description. Um, it's true. It, you get over that though. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't think you get over filming yourself until you've also edited yourself. I think oh. if you just film yourself, you never quite get over it. I don't think until no. you actually like go through the whole process of producing it. Yeah, twenty times then, or something, and then putting it out. Then you put it out, and then you just get over. Like, cause it, it's a, it's a really, it's a vulnerable place. Right. And I think you can probably agree, agree with me is that when you film yourself and then put it out to the public, you put yourself in a vulnerable place because then you open yourself up for, uh, people to, to rip you apart. Right. Cause like now you're like, bro, you're flipping all wrong. Like, I remember like someone like put like, like, dude, you're flipping all wrong. I'm like, please enlighten me. Like, tell me how to flip. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm pitching one. I'm not flipping. And like, it just, it, people, it, it, 
you learn to give less shits um, about what other people think, and more so, you'll you'll find that with every negative comment, you'll have ten positive comments. Yeah. Um, and people that support you, and and people that that really learn from things that you do. Um, and so, oh, sweet, thank you. Um, notifications, ding on. Uh, but like, it's it's a, uh, you know, it's. And I drop a new episode every Monday. Um, now, almost every Monday. Okay. Since I've been off every Monday, thank you very much. I don't have During a... The tour. Okay. It was... Okay. It's hard, dude. I, and, I, and I told this to... I told, And it's funny because I told this to Cooper because Cooper has a really cool... Um, like uh, He's going to be a rookie next year, um, mm -hmm. but not a rookie in bass fishing whatsoever. But he has an incredible YouTube series. And he spends a lot of time filming B-roll, doing all this stuff. I'm like, bud, you're going to learn either one you're gonna like have to hire someone and but he also he has his dad and a, a few other people that he can probably lean on but like it takes an army to be able to produce good youtube um i mean brandon polonick for example if it wasn't for kyle his youtube would not be anywhere near it is where it is um obviously his content is still grade a but again because he's filming with a red which is a thirty thousand dollar camera if anyone else doesn't know that that's what he films on a red and then they have a budget for a boat to follow and exactly like, and so know. it takes a lot i tried you know bare bones go to like few angle gopros chesty if you don't see two angles it's because a gopro took a, a took a dump and you know so it's it's i i it, it's tough man and you have to balance like okay i want to bring people along and be able to stay on top of this and i remember i missed i think it was like two weeks i missed like uh, uh an episode and i watched my viewership just go down and i had not missed one for a year and some months and that was the first like monday that i had missed and i remember i was so like just like exhausted from the tour and at that point i'm like man like how do i like there's not enough time in a day to do your homework rig and then take care of yourself so i was like either i'm not going to eat and then put out a youtube show or like i or just just wake up the next day and eat hard-boiled eggs which i end up doing sometimes because i end up spending time on the youtube trying to produce a show yeah. so it's it's a grind man um so, and it's definitely a labor of love. It's not like I'm getting paid like a boat ton of money from YouTube. I, I literally, it's, yeah, I, I make like a hundred dollars a month, which is, you know, it, it still covers a bill, which is great. Um, but it's more You're so like, this tank of gas is not yeah, on yeah. YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Fully. And, and it's that well, not the whole tank, but we'll yeah. top it off anyways. Yeah. But. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the YouTube channel covers like one day of practice and gas basically. Um, but it's more so I, I, I want to be able to look back on it too. And, and, and for however long my, my, my journey is on the elites, I want to be able to look back and, 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 and smile at the, at the moments where I was like stoked or not stoked or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, just touching on Polnick, right? I bet you, uh, Kyle spends more time editing than Brandon actually spends fishing. A lot, a lot. To produce what they do, 
to produce what they do. Uh, and you know, when it comes to like that level of filmmaking, it's, it's really incredible, man. Like what they do is it's really something special. And that's why he's not able to do a weekly show because they wouldn't be able to operate at the same. Right. Not that level. quality at that level or exactly. they'd have to add people. They would have they would to add really, a team. Yeah. They would be able to do the weekly show. Like, though, like Scott, right. Scott's got like three or four people. Like he's <laughs> Scott's like, like I mean, Scott, like his tournament videos are like the next week, like, right. Yeah. Whereas Paul and are usually like two, three weeks. Right. But yeah. And mine's are like two, three months. Yeah. Right. It's because I'm doing it all by myself and I don't have an army of people editing. Um, yeah. People are like, dude, like, it'd be cool if you like put stuff out more, more like recently. And I'm like, bud, I wish I could trust me. Well, if I'm... there's a company out there that would like to help you afford an editor, then they can. Hey. Right, like just yeah. saying, like serious. I'll hire like, rich brand that would want to like say. Now <laughs> this is brought to you by. Yeah, like, no, totally. Movie. I mean, that would be great. And you, I'd... you will promise you will get tournament videos the next week after. They oh yeah, out. for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. But that's tough, even that, because then if you don't have someone on the road, but then now you're having to pay for that person's expenses of traveling, uh, food, lodging, and then not only that, that's just those are just your overhead of expenses of having someone else, not even their day rate. And if anyone's talented, like editors in Hollywood, it's like a thousand bucks a day. And, you know, and I, I'm pretty, I, I don't know. I, I hope Kyle's getting paid like handsomely because um, he does incredible work, but it's, it's crazy, man. And I think that that's all something too, that like, I, I think a lot of kids need to realize growing up, and into this space is that it all takes time. Nothing just gets handed to you in a sense of like, Oh, you get the just dope stuff. Like got to add to only fins. That's what you got to start doing. Yeah. Just fins peep show. You got to have that extra content. Daddy. <laughs> Bro. I'm just going to start doing like slow-mo, like macro shots of new P fives with just like soft core music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, thank you guys. I appreciate it. It, it. it was, and I want you guys to genuinely subscribe and watch me, and 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 not not asking for pity subs. But I, I definitely appreciate all of they it. I already subbed with all my burner accounts, so I got nothing left. So oh, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. It's uh, it's 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 crazy. You know, it really is. It's crazy. And I, I want to be able to keep like, I want to go ice fishing and I want to film that and the experience there. I want to do like a bunch of random stuff. P5 only fans, bro. Sean, you'd be the first sub. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's wild. This fishing space is forever changing. Um, and, uh, and I think I, I, I just want to, I know that this is the industry that I want to be working in. And regardless if I'm fishing tournaments for a living or being able to produce content, um, uh, I, yeah, I just enjoy it. So. Right on. Yeah. So I didn't ask you if you had any time restraints. Are you, you good for a while yet or? Um, I mean, since we started like an hour later than what we had like well, projected. You calculated, but yeah, like. I, I have the text, bro. <laughs> I, I, told have, you what time it, I told you what time it was where I was. I didn't I have your math. Uh, um, 
no we're, we're we're good maybe like probably i mean how how, how oh we've done an hour 22 well how tip how long typically have these things go it's I, I would say a lot of them are right at two hours but it doesn't have to be that's why i'm asking to be courteous oh i appreciate the courtesy um yeah i'm that i'll be good for another still got a little bit of sunlight left soon as that goes dark he's, he's got a date again tonight it's always happens well it, it's it's nice that actually so this is i i had not seen a talk about sacrifices doing the tour um i didn't see my girlfriend for two months and so and she's she's here on oahu right now um so i was like babe go for go for a walk or something and so she went and walked and now she's gonna do some other stuff but we're gonna go and fly over to hilo tomorrow and go and check out the volcano so that'll be cool but yeah, no, we're we're good on time. I wanna I wanna make sure that um we we touch on all the things that you wanted to, and I wanna make sure people's questions get answered and, and whatnot. I'm here yeah. for the people. The people. The people. Speaking of people, Greg wants to know if there's anything that made you go Ike last year. Was there anything that made me lick? <laughs> I tried to um, PC it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um I mean, it, I, n- n- nothing to that level. I mean, I I, I leave that to him. Uh, I I feel the tire thing. Oh, so it's, it's got to be between the tire thing and the trolling motor problems at Oahu. One of those two things. <laughs> oh, that was close, dude. That was that was like talking about like a just. Ooh, like patience just just to try that the oahi thing i think was probably the most frustrating yeah because imagine doing a whole 10 hour day on the water of practice actually we had long we had long hours so it was probably closer yeah. to 12 it was yeah. crazy you know it was you could you could probably spend 14 hours on the water that time you're up here. Yeah. Yeah. so it was it was 14 hour day of practice Everything was working fine. Everything was good. I spent all that up north by the by the ramp. My day two, I was going to spend it all down south, um, where uh, and so I made. I woke up extra early, only got like three hours of sleep, made the drive, which is an hour ten from where I was staying, down to that ramp, um, put in, and then my trolling motor wasn't working. Like it would turn on, and I would the head would spin, and then I would go and hit the gas, and it wouldn't go, um, and it was. And then from there, like the rest yeah, of we, we could spend the next 35 minutes talking about all the steps, but basically yeah. you lost pretty much all your practice. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, ended up basically not even hardly working for the tournament. And then that's how you end up going to in tune to get it fixed. Yeah. Like it was yeah. forward, like it was like we, we literally talked. You told that story for like an hour at Brian's house, <laughs> like how much like. Met with the crew, and then it would work, and then it wouldn't work, and then it was this, and then this, and then the replacement, and this, and it was just like a nightmare. So it was a complete, yeah, lack of better terms. It was an overall nightmare. Uh, that was probably the closest, like, part of just, but I, I feel like in that moment, even through being so frustrated, uh, you, you have to laugh just because. I mean, and maybe it's just me. This is kind of my way to kind of deal with like really just horrible times is you got to laugh about it because you're going to have these times through life, but it's not, they're not going to be forever. And there's always a way to systematically get better. 
um, and or pull yourself out of a situation. And even though it might not be intimate at the time, there's you will eventually find the steps to get out of it. And then you'll look back on it and laugh. And now I look back on Oahe and that whole situation. I laugh about it. But in the moment, I, I wanted to throw my head through the window. And I honestly, I was like, dude, I'm like, I don't even know where to fish. I don't have any water. Like I'm like the fact that I still did it. Like the fact that I beat people on Oahe and didn't come in last at that place, like blows my mind because I literally just, went out and just fished and i just yeah that was wild that place is oh mobridge <laughs> if i don't ever go back to mobridge my entire life i'll be fine with whoa yeah. shade at south dakota wow no 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 i'm throwing <laughs> shade at mobridge <laughs> i did it was crazy i went to like this this diner to eat breakfast and like and bless his heart like he was the only guy in there like cooking for everyone and it, it it took like 45 minutes to get the meal and i was like that's fine and i go out and i see this really um uh, but like i see this like really nice friendly looking black lab and i'm like oh friendly looking black lab and i start petting it and talking to it and i'm like oh good boy and then he like turns on a dime and it's like and i'm like whoa like what the hell like just it was everything i don't know but the people were friendly like I, I, I made, I made friends at the gas station, like the, the gas, uh, the, the gas station lady. Um, I saw every morning when I grabbed my coffee, she was, she asked me about my day. I asked her about her every morning. Everyone was friendly there, but I think it was just the, the I associate what I went through right. in South Dakota with Mobridge. Um, but, and again, I guess, right. Like Mobridge is like this little oasis in the middle of a desert, honestly. So like, yeah. The fact that you were struggling with technology type stuff, right? Yeah. There's not exactly a marine dealer on every corner. Like zero resources right. to go to. The right. nearest boat dealer was six hours away and it was a walleye dealer. And they had they wanted nothing to do with my bass boat. And they're like, we can throw a 72 inch shaft down there if you. <laughs> yeah. Even and, and the kicker on top of it. And after I'm done with this little rant, we'll just kind of move on from this because I don't want to like dig into more. But like Lawrence, the only um, tech support that they had. Well, one of the guys, he was going through a family tragedy, so he couldn't right. be there. And, you know, I, I I totally get it. But the replacement was like this 85 year old man who's only worked on walleye boats and has never seen a foot pedal, like doesn't know how to work on a foot pedal. And so he was rendered useless. Um, and then White River Marine, they were supposed to have someone there, but their only tech was at the M MF, uh, whatever, the other event in New York, where technically he didn't need to be there either because there's plenty of boat dealerships up in New York. And I'm like, and, and I, trust me, I gave them a earful. <laughs> they heard it from me and they, they completely understood the situation being that we were all literally left out to dry there. Um, yeah. There was a lot of people that threw a bunch of shade at that event because of like, even when they let everyone go on day two, like I, like, it was legit. There was legit four foot rollers that were stacking on it. Uh, and, and, and a bunch of people tore stuff up. Hank Cherry threw a big old fit. Uh, a bunch of people just like wrecked their stuff um, on a Hawaii, but beautiful place. I almost caught a PB, my PB walleye there. And it like snapped off a brand new spy bait and it was all of 28 to 30 inches. It was the biggest wall. I thought it was a pike and 
yeah, I would have ate that sucker for the next three days because that was probably the best thing <laughs> eating all the town. I ended up I ate one walleye while I was there. But yeah. So besides walleye, what are your top three uh boat snacks? Top three boat snacks. Um I'm gonna have to go with uh banana. Um I love bananas. I think that they're great. Um, anyone that has a problem with it, then I feel bad for you because that's just your loss. Uh, it's a, it's a dumb superstition, um, in my opinion. And I'm sorry if anyone's offended by that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gnarly dude. Um, uh, I would say mixed like a bag of like mixed nuts. Um, so like trail, like trail mix, um, any, anything like that, um, is good. Um, and then hard boiled eggs. So, uh, food that I could eat with one hand while driving. Um, I fish with multiple bananas in my boat, bro. <laughs> I won, I won the Wachita with bananas in my boat. So that, that thing doesn't apply to me. Um, Tim suggests nacho cheese pretzel combos. Ooh, man, he's too healthy. He eats too clean for that stuff. I, I try, dude. I try to eat clean, man, because all my other options are trash on the road. So I, I try to make as healthy decisions as I could, as I can, um, because it's tough to eat clean on the road. I mean, I still will go and eat McDonald's breakfast. I will still go and stop off and eat a like a Whopper. You know, I love those things. So they're, but you, it's hard to sustain on that stuff and not feel like crap. Um, so it's, it's, it's tricky, man. It really is. It's tough to eat healthy on the road. I'm trying to learn, like get better at hacks. I think, um, one thing that I need to get better at doing is eating oatmeal every morning. I did that all of like when I was on the road, uh, sleeping in my truck for a Wachita. Um, and I, I just, it was something that I fell off because there'd be times where, where I was like the place I was staying, I wouldn't be able to cook or there was, there would just be times I wouldn't be able to eat oatmeal, but eating a good hearty meal, like a healthy hearty meal in the morning that will sustain you at least until like noon. It's huge. And then be able to pop a couple hard boiled eggs and then mop a banana and then hydrate is key. Yeah. You just got soft when you got in that big ranger. That's what happened. <laughs> Basically, basically, I mean, basically, yeah, you lost your edge. I mean, I got, all, I got all bougie in a 20 foot new Ranger. Yep. <sighs> so since we're talking health, like besides oh. like you run a, like what, 10 miles every morning before you get to the ramp and you. Oh, my gosh. No, it's new. That's I, I, I got to give it to people like I see like Carl and um, some of them like they go for runs. I, I have really bad, like my knees are shot from playing hockey and paintball and surfing. Um, so I don't have, I, my, I just don't, I, I don't enjoy running. Um, but I have to kind of, I have to trick my brain when it comes to working out. That's why I love surfing so much because I can still, I still have fun doing it, but it's a great cardio workout and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, Resistance bands are huge. I have uh, I have a kettlebell in my truck. I have two 15-pound dumbbells, and I have a 35-pound dumbbell um, and a yoga mat in my in the back of my truck. Uh, most of the time, those dumbbells are used as um, as uh, tire chocks. But 
um, on occasion, I will, um, you know, bust them out and do some reps and then do push-ups and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I just, I start my morning with water. Um, like I try to do like 10 full jugs, like look, look, look of water, um, to get, just get things going, start, just do a, a simple stretch routine, five, 10 minutes. Um, and then that kind of just helps set the tone for the morning and set the tone for the day. And then from there, um, black cup of coffee and, uh, yeah, jet fuel. And so I've seen a few people talk about the changes to the Bass Nation, which I've yeah. heard rumors, but I don't know. Has it actually been published? I don't know, like, man. That's a tricky like, one to speak on because I don't know yeah. if it's like I don't know legit. enough about it. I know Ray yeah. asked about it. Somebody else asked about it. I assume they talked a little bit about it at Pickwick or they, they, they did. And from what I understand, I don't I don't know. It's it's that's it's a tough one. I don't want to dive into it because I yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough personally, and I would feel wrong if I'm speaking on something that's just purely rumor. Trust um, me, I guess. <laughs> Ray, send me a note if you know something. Uh, I, I'll definitely cover it. Uh, I'm passionate about the nation, and but I don't think anybody knows enough about it currently. I definitely heard a bunch of stuff when we were in Wisconsin, but I haven't yeah. heard it since then. So, okay, so I guess we can like this is pure and disclaimer. This is purely from what I heard from other people. This is not coming from directly from Bass. This is not a public statement whatsoever. This is purely rumor. And this is just what I've heard um, is that moving forward, um, you will, they will accept, I think, two boaters and two non-boaters from each state or something like that. Um, they now you can buy as long as you're affiliated with a club and you're a Bass, Bass Nation member that's a part of an affiliated club, you can now buy your way into a regional. Yeah, um, the, I mean, what I heard, right, basically, is the regionals are going to be kind of like opens. Yep, the regionals are going to be like 200 They're going to be large stuff. format <clears throat> yep. opens with an entry fee. It's with an like entry it. fee. And then on top of that, they're going to – there's and then the final, the natty is now going to be 200 boats plus. Yeah, instead of 50, which, it's going to be 200. Instead of – which is, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not for it, man. I just think it's a joke. Yeah. And I think there still will be some automatic qualifiers through state qualifiers, but. No, I you, think if you win, if you win through your, if you lead or something, I think if you win through your. You, to, you could, there'll be a direct qualifier national from state. So the nationals, exactly. And yeah. so you can just kind of bypass it. I think if you win for your state, that will be your regional win and you can just go straight into the nationals. Yeah. But. I, I don't like the I just don't like the fact that people can buy into a regional now, like pay your 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 dues for a club and then buy into a regional. It's just it just I don't know. I just for me it kills the dream of the the blue collar worker that can't like break away and and do it and and literally. Yeah, I mean, I guess the argument there is and I don't know for sure, right? Is if you can still go to your state qualifier and win, then that's you can skip that and that's still the path, right? But for sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I, it's again, but like I said, like Nick said, it'll be interesting to see when they actually put it on paper for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it, it's and I think and and bass, bass has a way to to make sure like most people are happy. So I, I you know, I I'm just happy that I'm. I don't know. I'm happy that I'm in and I don't have to go through that again. 
it's, 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 that's going to, it's just, it just makes it a longer road for guys now. And, and, and your odds just go down in certain ways, but either way, past that. So let's use the last few. Let's see. Uh, high point last year. Like what was the best 15 minutes of last year? Like moment in time. Question, man. Besides that, it's like besides so post Wachita, like yeah, yeah, in the yeah. elites. Like, was it the classic? Was it the the big bag at Lake Fork? Was it the big bag at Chickamauga? Was it like something smaller? Like, oh, this three pounder that made me a, a cut or something. You know, I mean, like what yeah. Uh, you know, I think all, all the ones that you had mentioned are basically it. If I were to put them all compressed into 15 minutes, I mean, it was so special for me to be at the classic, to be able to grab the mic from Mercer and to be able to like do a call and response with the crowd of like, 50, what is it? 50, 60,000 people um, and to rep- represent Hawaii. Um, and then also to see my parents uh, and my girlfriend in the stands. Like that was, that was so special. Um, and really, really like, I'll, I'll never forget that moment. Um, and, uh, and then practicing for the classic during my birthday and it was raining and miserable. <laughs> it was like, as a low point, I was just like, well, I'm practicing for the classic, but it was kind of like this weird, it was like a bittersweet in a way. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've, I've achieved, I've got to the point of like this goal that I've always wanted to reach, but I'm alone on a boat in the rain on my birthday. So it was like, it was like a kind of a interesting paradox there but um i would say the big bag at chick after i landed the second seven and a half pounder um and then i which rounded you can see out, on capture fish youtube which you can check out <laughs> on my youtubes you can see all the baits um yeah that was super cool to be able to bring those fish in and and know that i had a bag um but i also didn't know how how far i had jumped i jumped from 60 right. something to the top 10 so that was like a big leap and that derb was it was tough it was not an easy derb um and uh that was just on, on pure intuition so like just having my graphs off and like i had my I literally had a temp gauge up and uh and my mapping but i all my 2d everything else was off um but yeah, that was that was special. And then Lake and then the Lake Fork deal. Oh my gosh, dude. If I had 30 more minutes on the school that I had got to fire on day 3, I would have probably I I might I might have been able to squeak in uh, to a top 10 cuz it was it was dumb. It it was it was so cool to look over and see my marshal shaking. <laughs> and like, he was trying to film and then he would like go down i'm like i'm like dude scale and he's like oh and like just shaking and like i'm like throwing him like three and four and five pounders and just going through so many fish at the last moment and like i and i'll never forget him you know at the end of the day we gave each other a big hug and he's like he's like that was one of the most incredible things i've ever witnessed in person and i told him i was like that was one of the most incredible things that I got to witness too, man. And so I'm glad we, we have that moment together. And uh, that, that was, that was insane. Um, I feel like I missed that one. What was the bite? What was that bite? It was, uh, it, it was a top water deal, but mm-hmm. then I was rotating through like a Magnum fluke. Um, and like, it was like a Magnum fluke, big, a top water. And then I was like activating them with a big mega dog. Um, 
in in hindsight, I would have had a jerk bait tight, like a like a, a mega bass tight. Like I also had one on deck, but it was just like you know, in in the heat of the moment, what I was getting them to to fire on, it was it was just dumb. It was literally wide open. Um, but yeah, it was. I would say that that would that would be it. And then and then small moments too, where you know you meet like fans. me. You know, I was special. You know, I mean. Riding the bus, you know, seeing your face in the morning. <laughs> no, but like being able to meet people in the morning that like are that are genuine fans, um, yeah. fans, you know, that have been watching me and watching my journey for a while and getting to meet them in person, you know, is and like I I get dude, I get chicken skin, man. Like that kind of stuff stokes me out, like beyond belief. And so like those I think in, in combination, like in, in of all those moments is just that's the stuff that gets me so stoked on fishing. <laughs> Were there um, any other after event things like elite fests throughout the whole season unlike lacrosse? Or is that like the the pinnacle? Of like the, oh, the elite fest? Dude, I wish that's the thing. I really wish there was the, the, the one thing that as an organization they don't push or put any funds to activations. <clears throat> which yeah, like in social head, activity, yeah yeah it, it, activation social activity whatever however you want to call it which is sad in my opinion because you don't know anyone on tour when you jump in and and if you i feel like the best thing for the sport is when you're able to have interactions with other fishermen with other people and be able to like share a drink and like enjoy telling a story about your day or, 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 you know, or a bite that you found or, or right. like, you know, and, and I think that's the thing that I'm just, I'm, that bums me out. Um, Cause I wish, I wish there was an opportunity at every single event that you can go and like, yo, we're all going to go and da, da da da. But like, if you're not part of a certain clique, you're not like, I mean, if you go down to any bar, you're going to see uh, Matt Robinson and like Seth Fighter and like the Johnsons till like two in the morning. <laughs> but when it, when you're we're in town, but I'm also trying to get sleep, and so I just it's 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 tough, you know. Uh, oh, is he, dude? You got to refill, bro. But you got like 15 minutes to do it. There's no time, you know. But um, yeah, no, I. I think that that's something that I really wish that we had more of is those kind of those, those little, those little things, you know, it's neat. Like the, the whole classic, like the classic party and all that, like, that's neat. Everyone dresses up and you get like a great meal and da, 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 da. Like, dude, I think I don't care if they're going to like do an all fancy meal and have a dress code and have an open bar. Like, dude, I'll pay for my own drinks. I'll go and like, help kick in like potluck style. But if we all just get to like interact and intermingle, because the only time that you get to interact with other anglers on tour is literally at the ramp when you're putting in and putting out, or if you're going, you run into each other on the water and whether or not you're even cool with them or not. And then you have a react like an interaction or not. So it's, that's the part where I'm just like, man, there's a couple of things that I wish we did more of, but yeah. Oh, there was one thing about <clears throat> so just so many, I, I, can't, I can't see how many people are are still with us i we got oh, 125 still oh dude that's awesome man <clears throat> thank you to everyone that's been hanging out honestly like that's that's so cool i wish i can see <laughs> everyone in in the queue like so if we could like have it like zoom where their little faces could all be yeah just, like... it's just bobbing around 
and like just everyone's like muted but there's just like random stuff going on but i think that that's just so cool because i know that there's if you were to put all of us in a room it would be a full room and for us to all be able to yeah if you think about like if we were hanging out we'd fill up a banquet room or a bar or easily a patio like we'd be like <clears throat> For but, sure. and that's and that's and that says and speaks volumes to the bass industry and the, the fishing industry as a whole is that like we all like in a way we all have each other's back and and that's just it's just a big family and i think that that's something that's so rad about it um but yeah enough of this yeah. gooey show i mean i totally look forward to like as much as i look forward to talking to guys like you or gals or like you maddie and hanging out it's also, the people in the chat that are my ride or dies. There, I mean, you got people that like make it every now and then, but there are people that are yeah. literally here almost every week, and it's awesome. That just like yeah. makes it even more rewarding to come and. I mean, I, I would do it anyways, yeah, just to talk fishing. But it's like that yeah. much cooler when there's so many people. It's like a big family, a community. So, yeah, no, totally, totally agree. Uh, so you touched on like the 360 live scope. Are you talking about the screens or the transducer? Oh, the screens. Sorry. So okay. yeah, uh, on the layout, right? You, I was, I was running stacked, yeah, um, and I was running three sixty, and then, oh yeah, I, bro, <laughs> don't get. <laughs> so like, and at the end of the year, my buddy's like, bro, like, why don't you like flip these? And I realized just the angle of which you look like that is so big when you're doing it for 12 hours, 14 hours in a day. And just the amount of perception you gain around you. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I meant. Not, not transducers. Um, yeah, it's just all about, uh, screen orientation. So that I will have that dialed for next year. Um, I'm going to be running my 360 on my bottom, right, my active target on my top center, and then my mapping in 2d down on my left. So I'll be running in total four, HDS lives, not going to the new ones because they're probably going to be buggy AF for the first like year. Um, and then uh, an, a Helix 12, because again, it just doesn't draw that much power compared to a Solex and it's reliable for a 360 and that's all I need. Um, but yeah, hopefully that answers that question. Yeah. Cool. Any, any other big announcements besides Triton? <clears throat> Um, I'm still in nothing official. Stay nothing tuned. Official. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, who I do have for sure that's on board uh, for next year again is Sims, Lateral Vision, Mega Bass, Gamakatsu, Sunline. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from Olukai. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm back on with Yeti again next year. Um, and then uh, um, there's potential energy drink, which would be really cool. Um, and then uh, I I did drop uh, Wu Tungsten. Um, and then... Uh, but I'm, oh yeah. And then I'm on with American bait works again with, uh, bait fuel and, uh, freedom jigs. And, um, you run powerhouse lithium for all that. Then? Yes, I do run powerhouse lithium for all that. So yeah, I am on with powerhouse lithium again for next year. Um, RJ and Bob 
uh, and the team at Powerhouse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good dudes. So, um, yeah, stoked for that. Um, yeah, I'm. I I I had not like I had not worn down a battery like on a trolling motor, um, and, and I also didn't like. All, all of my issues came within the boat, like whether it was like a fried motherboard or anything else. Uh, but besides that, like the those lithium batteries were super solid. And I think there was a lot of thought and design that went into those. Are you going to have like a little more control and time to like invest in the rigging of this one then? Or Yes. So Nathan uh, at SeaClear is going to be rigging my boat next year. I'm not going to be asking my buddy who's an electrician, not a boat rigger to rig my boat. Um, like my, my buddy Cody Kurz, like shout out to him for like hooking me up next last year and like just doing me a favor, rigging my boat. I'm basically like retarded when it comes to like electronics rigging. Um, I've learned a lot, but he's, he, uh, yeah, he came through big and like was able to help me out. But again, he's not a boat rigger. So there wasn't certain things when like guys that rig boats looked at my boat, they're like, bro, what's going on? I'm like, dude. The boat works right now and that's all that that i care about like and i'm here because this has been a journey in itself to get here um but uh when it comes to uh yeah um when it comes to next year nathan over at sea uh sea clear will be rigging my boat um so yeah i'll be stoked be able to run a sea clear harness uh, along with all the powerhouse lithium stuff i'll probably have a running gun charger um so yeah it 16 16 volt to the to the bow so make sure all your electronics are really uh clear and i will uh do you have any tips did you fail to mention in your instagram story that electric uh sunglasses are beef flavored or oh yeah no dogs definitely love to chew on them <laughs> no yeah and you uh a, a special deal um um yeah so if uh mw20 will give you guys a little discount on and i don't really advertise the bigger one um uh, for the electric deal so if you guys want electric sunglasses for 20 off uh mw20 will give you 20 percent off electrics so uh they're they're solid man they like i don't know got a pair right here just like everything about it, it's nice and like the the little little bit of rubber that they add here. These removable side caps for um, for extra like peripheral cutouts. It's just they're great. Made in Italy. What can you expect? Like anything but solid. They're really light. So for polycarbonate lens, they're they're pretty legit. But um, yeah. Um, might be also partnering with a um, oh uh, a a new what's it called uh, a new boat alarm system called oh, Angler cool. Armor. So that's that's actually really cool. Um, and that one that one's unique because I think that's just going to give people uh, just a better price point for a great just a, a great alarm system that's fully Bluetooth and remote. Which it might get tested at Lake St. Clair. So that might be a good test for it. So, Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 the, like the app will tell you whether or not your boat's charging or not, which is a, another huge thing just to like be able to go to sleep at night with knowing that you didn't trip a breaker or anything like that. You can set alarms. You, or when you wake you, up to use the bathroom and you can just, oh, still charging, go back to bed. Yep. You're not like... yep. And not be worried about whether or not your boat's still charging or if it's still there. And then if, if it does get stolen, the GPS tracker, you have a full tracker on your boat. Hmm. So, yeah. It's cool. And, and and that's a one man show there too, um, with Angler Armor. So uh, again, I'm just a huge, um, I'm a huge supporter of small business, man. Like I just, I, I just think that anyone that's trying to grind it out uh, in, in the, any industry and starting from the bottom, um, I, I'm, I'm just a huge supporter of the underdog because uh, I like to call myself one. So um, I'm here for, for y'all. <laughs> dude bro my my dad struggles with the same thing my dad's you know 100 chinese uh and so i always tell him like hey dad try try these pairs try these on try these on because he has like kind of a flat nose but he, he has a little bit of a bridge but yeah it's tricky man i think that that's something i i i'm grateful that i got my my mom's nose in that sense that i can wear any pair of sunglasses but i definitely feel for all my asian brothers out there who who, who struggle with the the low bridge but yeah I, I it's it's something that i've definitely brought up to um brought up to sunglass makers in the past but all right it's a couple of rapid fire questions here okay swim make lie game hell yeah of course yeah without a doubt i don't like to be labeled as like an only big uh, a big baits only guy but I think it's kind of neat that now people like after what I did on Chickamauga last year, people were like, Oh dude, you're like big beats. I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like to use them uh, and I have a lot of confidence in them. So uh, it's just like any other tool. Um, <laughs> oh, that nice question. Just like any other tool in your toolbox is just knowing when to use it um, and knowing when to pick it up and knowing when to put it down. Uh, but there's always an opportunity for a big bait bite. And I'm excited because next year there's a couple places that I think, I think would be a, a good place to to be able to um, to, to to use them. Uh, one being Okeechobee, another one being Seminole, um, and then I even when I was over at uh, Lake Murray, it it kind of set up kind of kind of like I liked what I was seeing there, and then even up north up to Champlain and whatnot. So we'll see about that. But yeah, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, well, the, there's only bass on Oahu and Kauai, and there's no active volcanoes there. So the only thing would be um, like VCCs and volcanic ash that you'd be breathing, but you don't really get that on the islands here. I mean, you will get, uh, you will get, if the winds switch and they go south, we will get pretty heavy VOG. Um, and anyone that has respiratory issues, you will like, you get just pretty messed up. Sometimes mm -hmm. you get sore throat and whatnot. Anyone that has asthma, you get pretty bad asthma issues. So it'd be more so affecting the angler than the bass. I'm not sure if that was a serious question or not. Um, what are, what event, uh, I'm, ex I, I'm actually really excited to get back to St. Lawrence. I, I wish I got to fish all, all four days there, man, because I, I just now knowing the lay of the land there and how far you got to go. Um, and then also how to, it, it, it literally feels like you're fishing in an ocean when you get up to Lake Ontario. Right. It's, 
it's pretty wild to to be at the mouth of a, a of a lake and not be able to see the other side and not even like a glimmer of the other side and then even drive another 30 minutes into it and not see the you other side. You think you used to that, I mean, with the ocean, but you know. Uh, yeah, I am. I I'm I'm confident in doing that in smaller vessels that are meant to be in big water, not bass boats with flat carpeted bows. <laughs> yeah. I've, I mean, I've been 20 miles out to sea in a 15-foot boat before um, in, like, double overhead surf. But, again, in a in a, in a a vessel that you're staying remotely. I think you have both smallies and peacocks in Hawaii, right? Yes, we have smallies and peacocks. Marty. <laughs> uh, I should have just... Well, I hope that was intentional. Uh, I just... It's, it's, I, I, I should have do... Uh, next time that we do this, I'm going to put it Marty, uh, Marty Wong. I have you in my phone as Marty. Yeah, I hope you do. You better. That's all you call me. Um, yeah. All right. So besides sucking less, what yeah. are your main goals for 2023? Um, I want to make, obviously, I want to win a blue trophy. Uh, I would love to win one for sure. Blue trophy, make the classic. Blue trophy, make the classic. Those are just kind of your givens. Um, I, I would love to... Um, now like putting in pre-practice um and, and and spending more time pre-practicing and getting a better lay of the lake um and 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 that and then also um just simplifying i think that that's that's uh, something that i think every angler can take away from from this is 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 you can have 12 rods out on your deck but just knowing that those 12 rods are something that you're really confident in doing and, and all of those things, you know, and just simplifying that. Um, and then from being able to also feel that you can put a lot of those rods away too throughout the day. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it, bro. Um, so I should remember to thank Arsenal Fishing since I didn't know the beginning of the show. Oh, and there is a new code for Omnia for those people that use their code in November, ready for a fresh code. So there's the new code for saving. Omnia um, code. Do, 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 do. Feel free That's to use awesome. it, you know, Maddie, if you need some tackle next year. They have good shipping. So that was sweet. I think I'm covered though. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'll be floating at the next classic. I won't be fishing it, unfortunately. Did not make. So everybody can just line up at the booths, track Maddie down, shake his hand, have a conversation. Yeah, if you guys are gonna be at the classic, like seriously, I'd be super stoked, and and then we can all we'll take a selfie and send it to Rich uh, if we meet. Um, Who said I wasn't gonna be there? Uh, I mean, we can all take selfies together then. I might not be, but okay. Well, I, I'm gonna be floating. I'll probably be, be uh, I I'll be at like a mixture of the Mega Bass booth, the Sims booth, Electric's gonna have a booth next uh, at, at the classic, and then I think American Bait works as well. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to post, uh, on my story. So if you guys haven't subscribed, uh, well, one, subscribe to my YouTube channel, capture fish, but if you guys don't follow me on my Instagram, um, it's Maddie underscore Wong, M-A-T-T-Y underscore W-O-N-G. I will post, uh, a story on where I will be, um, and like my schedule and whatnot. I'm pretty good at posting stories, um, on just my day to day. If you guys want to just kind of keep up with what I'm doing in the off season and whatnot, um, dude, I'm down. I can be fishing. Should be a Maddie party. Not, I mean, Maddie's grab, a bigger deal than me. So grab a drink, dude. You're you're a relic, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. He's right, relic, <laughs> outdated, ancient. No, 
no but yeah no that'd be super fun um i'm actually really looking forward to 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 going and actually being able to hang out um longer there um yes marty sorry um icast you're gonna be at icast uh maybe two or probably probably can't see that far in the future but most likely yeah exactly i mean typically it's kind of that's the given yeah very nice yeah guess any guesses what's in there a pg gas or (laughs) i see a battery i see a battery warning bro it's a camera (laughs) probably out of time tonight we'll save that for a different night oh you got a cat what is that a gopro yeah it's a new 11 11 bro you gotta do an unboxing right now dude let's see it you don't got time for that do you i mean shoot you want to see it yeah let's see it come on yeah, so I fried the, the charging port on my 9 somehow. So I have a 9 that works, but I have to charge the batteries externally and swap them out. Now I can't just, like, plug it in with a... Yeah, that's power. not good. I got the... I think I have the 10s. Am I, I th- yeah, I have the 10s. You must have upgraded. I don't feel like you were rocking 10s at no. the Watchtower. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I was running 5s, dude. 5s. Yeah. And 5s, a- which is funny, are literally the worst audio GoPros ever made. Yeah, I think sevens were like really good, and then like the fives. Like were fours trash. were good, fives were bad. Like I have a five that I won't use anymore. Yeah, look at well, sustainable void fill. Look at that. I like that. I like that. I'm all about less plastics, man. I think as, as a whole in the industry, we can get. They away got like with a craft gift wrap thing going on here. Look at that. Interesting. All I right. I want to. I want to. I'm actually curious to see what I got. Yeah. There it is. Oh. Yeah, it comes with this like case thing. That's cool. Yeah. It's the same uh, case my nine yeah. has, which I have right here. Yeah, I run the ten, the ten black. <clears throat> so um, I don't know. They had a pretty good deal on Black Friday. I think I got this for like three hundred bucks or less than three hundred. Whoa! Yeah. Bro, deals. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, I don't know. You might you might benefit from this, uh, and I'm, I'm not affiliated with them whatsoever. Um, I don't even think the guy gave me a. Yeah, he didn't give me a discount, but he is a good dude, and he and he did like just great customer service. Um, it's called Power Sports, but it's like a. It's a it's a machine milled aluminum, milled. So it's kind of like a media mod, but aftermarket type thing. Yeah, and so it, it you can it screws in, locks in your thing, and it's completely waterproof. So you can actually, I mean, you don't want to soak it, but it can get splashed up a I bit. Mean, the camera is waterproof by itself already, but yeah, but I mean, adding a power cord without having to add wax. I've never added wax, but maybe that's why mine fried. You should probably add those little ear dud wax if you don't get it, but it's that's that's what it is. Interesting. So, I just bought the uh, for my nine. I just bought the uh, the aftermarket like ten dollar door, but you can see how it's a little oh a little crispy and melted in there. Something. Yeah, it's gross. So this is gonna yeah. be my this one's gonna have this one will just be running on batteries, and this is probably gonna be the one that's gonna be like 
looking at my 360 and live scope all the time now. Oh, okay. So I'll yeah, I, I still don't think I'll commit to filming my electronics, but because I, I need think, to keep. I think, I think you could do it like if you did some fun trips or something. Like if you're gonna go out and shoot, sure. like, a, right? yeah. like I'm gonna go out and shoot a eye slide video or whatever, a 110 video. Yeah, fun fishing. But like in a, I wouldn't in a tournament. I won't have that. No, that'll yeah. be more when I'm doing like technique videos or fun fishing or. Yeah. No, I like that. That's actually really cool because uh, I can kind of break. I yeah, it's actually a really great. It's a really great tip. And, yeah. Just, what? I actually did it in my last video of the year where I took my my live scope out and actually caught some fish on the live scope for the first time. So it was kind of cool. Oh, sweet! Got some eats on a on a jerk bait. Cool. Oh, dude, it's fun. It's fun when it when it happens when they're not just like coming up and looking at it. <laughs> Super nerd alert! <laughs> oh, good stuff, right, man. Well, thanks yeah, for doing that. Thanks for hanging out for two hours. I mean, one time in, with uh, tackle craft, I went four hours and fifteen minutes. How many beers or how many krakens have you? Where you? I probably definitely had to get a refill. There probably was a point where I was like, "All right, TK, you got to run solo for ten minutes while I go upstairs and bio break and refill." But yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's, this won't be the last time that we do this for sure. So you want to wait till after your win, or when? When do you want to like? Oh, bro, come on! We could do it. Like we can. Let's. We can do a classic party if you want. Or something classic like party. That. Yeah. But yeah, nice. I yeah. um. Yeah, it'd be fun. I definitely want to do it again. We'll do it. I I, I like doing the court the quarterly deal, like the the, oh. the beginning of the year and then the end of the year recaps. Always like it's just there's too much time in so between. Much. So we need like a. So we definitely could do like, the classic since you won't be busy that week. Uh. Uh, yeah yeah oh wow yeah <laughs> and then we can do it around july when you have the icast break and then a postseason yeah no nah, i just i like being a fixture on the hellabass live well I will, I will ramp you up so speaking of which i think uh next week we're talking with uh, uh his name escapes me it's a big bait guy from the east coast uh austin neary from uh i forget what his bait shop is called he's got like an east coast like carolina like southern he's like kind of like not southern trout eater but he's from that area that did the southern oh, cool. trout eaters kind of like the carolinas uh so yeah. he's coming up and then in a couple weeks uh jay shakura and red wine we're gonna do a combo show roommates Whoa. rookie roommates on the row oh my god a little gosh. bit of a yin and a yang of how their season went uh i think yeah, that'll yeah. be fun and then, uh, and well, then right before Christmas, Hallman, we've got on. So, I've, yeah, Dreamcatchers oh, cool. Fishing is who it is. Dreamcatchers Fishing. Okay. So I got a couple other weeks, but I'm actually getting better about like scheduling things out right now. So we've actually got some. Uh, some Dude, that's a stack, good... stack little lineup. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta uh, break uh, sh- uh, the the shell of, of Alex and, and Jay. I don't know if they'll be together when they are timing in or are you guys going to do the three i assume it'll be multiple different screens like yeah. yeah so it'll be like a three box instead of a two box but yeah i did meet uh alex uh down in lacrosse talked to him for a little bit jay yeah. was too busy like collecting trophies and checks i never got to actually <laughs> in, whatever yeah both, both of them are both really good kids i call them kids because they're kids but. yeah you're kicking off the, like the the winter season so congratulations you were the you oh. were the, the lead off maddie so thank you it's uh my pleasure and yeah, always a good time hanging out. And um, and thank thank you for everyone that 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 posed a bunch of awesome questions and 
listen to me rant and and, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure, Brendan. Just uh, shoot me a note. You know, you get all of me. I like as much as I like hosting. I like jumping on other people's too. It's fun. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, it's so fun. Whenever you get to talk about, I mean, I always love shooting the crap about fishing. It's always right. good. Time. And now it's great. You got all your system, and you don't have to bore your girlfriend with any of that nonsense at dinner tonight. <laughs> she's 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 getting used to it. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, uh, so if you came in late, catch the replay, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Hellabass on MP3, uh, all that good stuff. Capture fish, Maddie Wong fishing on all the places that you do fishing things. And uh, as always, here to help you guys catch more big bass and... And suck whack less. and suck less. Yeah, don't ride the suck bus. Get off at the next stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, take care. Aloha. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.